0: Welcome to the Art of Charm. I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best coaches in the industry to teach you guys how to crush it in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise, packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a concise curriculum. We've created one of the premier men's lifestyle programs available anywhere, and it's free. This is the show we wish we had a decade ago. This show is about you, and we're here to help you become the best man you can be in every area of your life. Make sure to stay up to date with everything going on here and get some killer free e-books as well as drills and exercises that'll help you become more charismatic and confident by signing up for the newsletter at theartofcharm.com. If you're new to the show but you want to know more about what we teach here at The Art of Charm, listen to the toolbox at theartofcharmpodcast.com toolbox. That's where you'll get the fundamentals of dating and attraction, such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality, all that stuff that's more important than you might think. We've got boot camps running every single month here in California. Details at theartofcharm.com, and I'm looking forward to meeting all of you guys here at The Art of Charm. Enjoy. What's up,
1: guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm with my two bros, Justin and Johnny. Hey. Yo. I'm AJ, and we're here today to talk about breaking up. The last episode, you may have heard us discuss relationships, how to start and maintain a healthy one, but for those of you that are – about to break up or breaking up, we're going to tell you how to get back on your feet after a breakup.
2: Yeah, it's it's more more so than just the breakup. It's uh, getting back out there after the breakup. And let's face it, I mean, a big part of this is breakups are part of life. Nothing lasts forever. They're going to happen. Uh, those of you guys who've been through them know what we're talking about. Those of you guys know it's coming. Might want a little advice. Uh, we're going to try to have some fun talk talk about our experiences in it. And then hopefully shed some light on a a better, easier, and and an action plan for when you do have to go through this, and so you don't feel that you're alone going through it.
1: I completely agree. I know that I myself got out of a breakup, and uh, it was a long relationship. It wasn't easy. Uh, So I'll be speaking to some personal experiences, and I know the other boys on the crew here have also broken up.
3: Oh, yeah. A few times. (laughs)
1: When you're doing it right, you get into relationships, and as we all know, relationships end. And I think one of the biggest problems that guys encounter after the breakup is depression, right? Oh, yeah. You've had certain routines. You've had a certain level of intimacy for a while, uh, things you're used to, and all of a sudden your world is shaken up and things aren't going as uh, planned. Whether it was mutual, whether it was one-sided, I think it always ends up with the both of you feeling sadness for an amount of time. you know. And I know different people have different rules of thumb for how long you're supposed to be depressed. But in general, there's, there's definitely going to be a, a few months after any breakup uh, of a lengthy relationship where you're going to be um, trying to sort your way through things.
2: Well, one of the things I wanted to bring up about it was... They even have it on there. And I think a lot of guys are like, yeah, there's depression. But I think there's a lot of guys who are like, not for me. I'm too awesome to get depressed after a breakup. Everyone goes through it. So don't try to be uh, have an ego about this. We're going to talk frankly about it. And you know, some ex- examples that you are going through some depression, right? You're going to be ruminating on all the good times that, that were going on, what you could have done to have saved it. Uh, plus, they're playing just, the what if game, the what, what if, if I did the this what if, better? Yeah. And yeah. then we got uh, just hold up in, in your apartment. You're not talking to your friends. Uh, you're letting the pounds get put on. Uh, you haven't showered in days.
1: Yeah. I mean, just general feelings of malaise, right, where you just don't want to do anything. It doesn't even mean that it's completely negative, but it can be numbing, too where you're just totally desensitized to things and the food you used to like doesn't taste the same, the things you like to do don't feel the same. It doesn't necessarily have to be this overwhelming thought of negativity, but it definitely shakes you, and it makes you question things, as we said, not only you know your relationship, but also question yourself, uh, especially if the breakup didn't go as we discussed in the last episode as planned, where both parties had a chance to fully share uh, the rights and the wrongs, and, and why you got to that point. So if you have a lot of unanswered questions, realize that um, running back to your ex at this point is not going to fulfill those questions with answers. And at the same time, we need to refocus on ourselves. I think that's the the biggest thing that uh, can help get started in curing that depression after the breakup.
2: Well, what, be, before we get into the, into that whole thing, just... Feel okay if you're going through that. The minute you start feeling depressed, there's no reason for a call to action to get out of it, ignore what you're feeling, go out with your buddies who are going to be like, listen, we got to get you out of the house. We need to get you laid. This is quite possibly setting up for the worst possible yeah. thing that you can do, yeah. which will usually end in being pissed off, very frustrated, way drunk, and either A, in a bar fight. Or B, calling somebody you shouldn't be calling. Or C, even
1: if you have the crazy rebound sex that your friends are trying to hook you up with, uh, it's not going to be fulfilling on her end because your head's not going to be there. And it's probably going to do more damage to you mentally because now you're taking that depression and you're channeling
3: it on an innocent party, which is another girl in a bar. Well, that and you're not even dealing with it. Right. So if you just go rebound and, and go into these other like little mini relationships, you're leaving yourself no
2: time to work through the motions and to get over it. The, so the, the takeaway on that is be OK with going through that part of it. It's OK to be locked in the in your place for a bit, it's okay just to chill out, reflect a little bit, because uh, there's going to be some things that we're going to need to take away from it to move forward, and so but just be careful that there's that you don't overdo it and that you can't get yourself out of that funk.
1: Yeah, easily. I know. I myself was depressed for a reasonable amount of time after my breakup healthy, high-value men will get depressed. It's a normal, common emotion, especially when you're breaking up with someone you loved. Uh, it's almost the equivalent of losing someone uh, to you know a tragic loss or death. Uh, your relationship is has passed, and it can be hard to process things and get through that. But just know that even guys like us have felt those same emotions. So I think a lot of guys listening think that you get to become a nine on the value scale or you, you learn the art of charm and you become invincible to some of these emotions. But you're not invincible. Life will shake you from time to time. And what's more important is how you rebound and how you pick yourself back
2: up. One of my favorite things about Hollywood, uh, we all can laugh about how badly they have portrayed the courting process and going after that girl and <clears throat> and all those things. But one of the things I think they nailed is the the after effects of the breakup where there's one day where you're ready to start fresh. You've had enough, you're over it and you're thinking time to go. And that day might start with you waking up and not. So now you're not depressed, you're angry and you're ready to go back out and you start with your favorite tunes. You start jamming and you start thinking about, all right, what are the good things that's going to happen out of this? And because there are the
3: good things, you know, and it's, there's a lot of opportunity after, you know, you first go through that breakup, you know, after you go through the motions and sort of have that moment where you're like, all right, I'm ready to do this. Well, let's
2: talk about those good things. I mean, what are they?
1: Well,
3: I mean, anyone who's in a relationship knows
1: that there's always some degree of sacrifice made, you know, in the previous episode, we talked not about making too much sacrifice, but we carry ourselves different when we have that newfound freedom and that ability to try new things and not necessarily be in the same routine. So a lot of it's shaking off the rust and shaking off the routines that maybe were holding you a little bit back. And
2: a new start altogether, clean slate.
1: Yeah, instead of carrying all that baggage onto the next relationship, realizing that the next person you meet doesn't have all that information on you, doesn't have the old you to go off of. It's that ability to reinvent yourself in a lot of ways. And I know for myself personally, that was my main focus. You know, I did have a few friends who were like, hey, we need to get you back on the horse. Uh, we need to get you back out there with the girls, and I, I wasn't ready for that. But what I was ready for was taking account of where I was at that point. I was I felt overweight, I felt out of shape, I felt out of touch with a lot of people I cared about. And the first thing I did is start reaching out to people, and not in a needy way, but in a in a way that was like, hey, you know, I know some time has passed, I know some things have happened, but uh, you know, your friendship is meaningful to me, and I I want to maintain that. And that alone helped fuel my desire to get
2: back out there so to speak. Well, uh, once you get that support and that encouragement, uh you don't feel so alone in it and it becomes easy to throw on those morning jams and see the bre- the bright new start. And especially when your friends are keeping you from ruminating on the good things and they're like e- there was yes, there was that, but do you remember all of this?
3: Right. And what about the freedom? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but every time I go through a breakup, whether it's been good or bad, I get this renewed sense of freedom. I have options. I have choice, and I don't have to report to anybody again. You know, not that all of my relationships have, <laughs> where they're the boss, but – You know, I had a chance to go out there and reinvent the wheel, like you said, and and move things forward. And I think one of the things that we, uh, as Art of Charmers
1: here, share in common with personal trainers is that a lot of our clients tend to be guys who just got out of a relationship. Uh, One of the two main focuses is getting your social life back in order, you know, getting back on the horse dating, but also getting your body in order and feeling good about yourself again and shaking off that depression that may have led you to, you know, eat a carton of ice cream every night or eat that extra pizza. Um, Once you've kind of shaken that feeling of depression off, go to the gym, do some physical activity, get the good chemicals flowing back in your brain. And the biggest thing for me, Was getting an accountability buddy. You know, I had a plan of action with a workout that a buddy gave us, and then Johnny wanted to work out. I wanted to work out, and we said, Hey, we're going to do this together. We're going to push each other and we're going to hold each other to a schedule. And that really helped me shake off a lot of the rust, so to speak, and start to feel good about myself again. When your body starts to change, you start to drop a little bit of weight, people are commenting about it. You know, those are the things that are going to throw more kindling on that fire of confidence that we're trying to relight.
2: Well, how great is it to feel? Maybe things aren't so bad when you roll out and a few girls are start touching on your chest and and old friends are like, holy hell, what happened to you? Because this is. It's a new start, so why not be a total new start? So take space and time. And what I mean by that is make sure, the most important thing is disconnect yourself from her friend's, which means Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff, get rid of it. You don't need to know what they're doing, what she might be doing, what she is doing, Uh, disconnect from her as well, Uh, and make sure that you're not going to be reminded of this, because guess what? Right now is your time, and it's your time to get it back together.
1: Yeah, and I know that that was the, uh, the biggest step for me, you know, I thought that we could sort of maintain the Facebook friend thing. and I think
2: everyone not really, do
1: that. You know, not really worry about it too much. Not necessarily like stalking constantly, but just saying, hey, it's no big deal. You know, we're moving on. But the, the best thing that ever happened was her unfriending me and then realizing that, you know what, if I cut off the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, and just focus back on me and realize that she's not following me, I'm not following her, I have that opportunity for a true, fresh start. Um, the other thing is... The shelf space, getting your space back in order. We all know that uh, you know you' don't even have to move in with each other. I, I was in a relationship where we moved in together, we were working together. Um, so there was a lot of different things tied together there, but even if you aren't living together, you know put those things in a box, get them out of your space, get them out of that seeing every day, um, change your routine a little bit. Get up a little bit earlier go to bed a little bit earlier or maybe sleep in a little bit more and stay out a little bit later, but change the routine, allow yourself to develop new habits that you've always wanted to, but
2: maybe hadn't dedicated time to. This might sound a little bit mean, but it's been proven scientifically. There's some data backing it. Um, You know, it's, it's, there's, it's an interesting thing in a a new book that had come out last year called the as if principle where you're now. You act as if, and if if you're acting as if you're carrying on, you're going to feel like you're carrying on. You're going to be thinking you're carrying on and you'll be moving on. And one of the actions that they had rated was, you know, the uh, remnants of like pictures and this and that, or a few things. And that very like traditional kind of thing of just burning it and being done with it and walking on, you're going to find things laying around even after, after people have, already uh, taking care of giving each other their stuff back. I mean, it's, if it's a long relationship, there's things laying around.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I can attest to that. I didn't necessarily go the route of burning, but I definitely got it out of my face in everyday situations, You know, especially the, even the little things in the bathroom, whether it was her toothpaste or whatever it was. I made sure to go through the checklist, clear everything out, start making choices for myself, and fill my room with the things that matter to me and put those things away. And I think the biggest thing is that there then there may be guys who want to get back together with their ex. And that could be a whole other episode. But sure. at the start of things, we need to focus on ourselves. Because there's a reason you broke up. And you're not going to be able to patch things up overnight. But if you can come back at it, whether you, to go on to another relationship or go to the same relationship, with a renewed sense of self, a renewed sense of confidence, iron out some of the wrinkles you may have heard in the breakup, sand down some of the rough edges, focus on yourself. This is when you're going to have the most opportunity to do this. And this is when you have the most support to do this. I know that all of my friends in that moment were the most supportive they've ever been outside of the loss of a family member. So utilize that to your advantage, right? Your friends are going to push you to be better. So take that push and start running in the right direction. The other thing that we talk about is time. You got the space, clearing out your space, moving uh, away from maybe her social circle. I know for me, there's a couple bars in L.A. that I just won't go to anymore. Sure. And sure, there are bars that I had fun at, but a lot of her friends are there. She, I know, occasionally goes there. So for me to get my space, I had to change my routine, go to a couple different venues, try out some new things. Uh, it's not running from the problem. It's allowing yourself to heal from the wound that was created by breaking up and – time in not reaching out to them right away, not trying to win them back, not being needy, constantly messaging them. Give yourself that time to figure out if that really was something you want to actually pursue again, or if you know what, it was a mirage. It it seemed a lot better when you were in it than now when uh, you're out of it, but now that you're out of it, you realize it wasn't as good as you thought.
3: Yeah, a lot of times hindsight bias is really um... – key in this particular situation because a lot of things and a lot of times sounds good on paper, but then once you go through it and experience it and you've had that time to reflect on it, then maybe it wasn't what you wanted to begin with. Well,
2: and uh, you're mentioning about the hindsight thing, start putting together pieces that you might be able to take responsibility for that you want to change and start working on those moving forward. Because if you're going to be a different person, guess what? You're going to have to do things differently and you're going to have to create new habits that are going to lead you into being the new person that you want to be moving forward. Use it as a learning experience. We're not all perfect. And the and the older you get, the more stuff you take responsibility for, the, the better you're going to be feeling about moving towards the future.
3: Yeah. I think a lot of guys get out of breakups and they're like, gosh, that was an utter, that was an utter failure and that was horrible. But you know, adopt a mindset that this is a learning experience. And like you said, Johnny, we're not perfect, and this is a perfect opportunity to find out what you don't want so that when you go into a relationship, it, it's that much more narrow in, in the direction of what you do want. Yeah, and I took
1: the time to talk to all my friends, not just about the relationship, but about me and you know what I had changed and and where they felt that I was growing maybe in the wrong direction. And it was a very powerful opportunity for me to take self-account of who I am, what I want to become, what I'm doing with my life, what I want out of my life, and getting the feedback from my buddies of like, hey, you know, you were really negative, And we wanted to say something, but you're a kind of strong-willed guy, and we didn't think we'd get through. But we saw this happening. And being able to listen to that and be like, you know what? Thinking back, I was kind of negative, and I don't want to be a negative person. I want to be a positive person. So, you know, the other thing is I've always wanted to be healthy. I always wanted to be in better shape and be more of a, an outgoing type of guy. And I wasn't doing that necessarily in my relationship. So uh, that gave me an opportunity to explore those things and get back on the train of being healthy, eating right, making the right decisions with my body and what I was doing. So for me, space and time were the, the biggest things that fueled my fire to begin anew. Um, Now, when we talk about taking responsibility, I look at this as a growth point. You know, There are very few times in your life where things are all going to come crashing down and you have time to assess where you are and what you want. And this is definitely one of those turning points. Now, you can turn it into a negative or you can turn it into a positive. And I, I believe that these growth points should be positives. So taking my friend's feedback, looking at myself, and saying, you know, I'm not happy with who I am and changing those things that I'm not happy about made me more attractive, made me happier, and allowed myself to dig out of a lot of that depression that I was feeling after the
3: relationship. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, taking accountability for all those things. Well, uh, gives you
2: choice, gives you power, yeah. Gives you, yeah.
3: Now, we, we talk a lot about focusing
1: on ourselves in this period, it doesn't just have to be, you know, health or maybe job, but hobbies, passions, meeting new friends, meeting new people, trying new things, right? We know that relationships over time become very routine, and those routines now don't have to maintain since you're out of a relationship. So try new things, explore new things, whether it was dating different people who have different interests, or whether it was going to new venues, trying different food. Uh, I know for myself, in previous relationships I've been in, I've been in routines because there are certain things that my partner doesn't like, that I may like, that you know, for whatever reason, I kind of stopped doing and I plunge myself right back into that or trying completely different things that I never tried before. Uh, maybe your partner's not as adventurous as you are. So this is an opportunity for you. That's what we're all going back to. It's not just um, body and mind, but it's also pursuing things that, you know, maybe you put on your bucket list, but never got time to do. We know relationships take up a lot of our time and
3: now you've gained a shitload of time. So utilize it in the right way. Well, and like we said in the previous episode, you know, time is something you don't get back. So it's really important that you use this uh, to your advantage. So when we
1: think about what we don't want, Johnny, what are some things that come to mind after a breakup?
2: I made this mistake in the past. And, of course, I learned from that mistake. uh, This is never a good idea, which is go out and find somebody to be who you just lost, which is... And utter, and you know what? This is funny. This will probably crack you guys up. I don't think you ever heard the story. But I had uh, broken up with a girl who uh, had a pair of like chic glasses that she always used to wear, uh, and she could rock them out. And of course, new girlfriend now had to get a pair of chic glasses. You know, like I forced her to be the new ex, which I mean, and, and of course, this went down so bad. Because then I had went back out with the ex after that one. And so the new girlfriend saw what the ex looked like, realized what I was trying to make her into, which all I was doing was pining for the one that I lost. And, and guess what? All the problems that we had broken up with were still there. So, of course, that went down in flames. And now I'm doubly fucked. So let's we've already assessed ourselves. Now let's start assessing what we don't want to see in a future partner because we took responsibility for ours. Now let's take responsibility for what we are looking for and what we do want and what we have learned we don't want. And
1: the, the thing that comes to mind with that story is uh, there was a few girls when I started going back out and, and trying uh, you know, to get back on the horse, so to speak, that I was honest with That I was like, hey, I got out of this long relationship. It's been X number of months. And they were all like, no, 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 you're not ready. And I'm like, no, 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 I am ready. I am ready because I so wanted to be ready. But they were right. I wasn't ready. And they wouldn't allow themselves to be that rebound girl. So be honest about it, too, because a lot of times you're going to be getting pressure from outside sources, whether it's your buddies who are like, you know, just you need that rebound. You need to knock one out of the park to feel better about yourself. And if you're honest about it she'll be able to tell you confidently whether or not you're ready. And maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but being honest about it is much
4: better than hiding the fact that you just got out of a pretty nasty breakup. And now a quick message from our newest sponsor. Remember, supporting our sponsors is the best way to support the show.
2: That's right. AJ, did you know socks, tees, and underwear are the three most requested clothing items in homeless shelters? I had absolutely no idea. Bombas knows
4: and they're doing something about it, making ridiculously comfortable versions of all three and donating one for every item sold. With all the clothing brands out there, it's nice to find some basics that don't just feel good, but do good too.
2: That is completely amazing, and that's why we're so excited to be working with our newest sponsor, Bombas. To date, Bombas, one purchase equals one donated commitment, has helped customers donate over 100 million essential clothing items to people facing homelessness. That's a lot of good done by people just buying the Bombas they wear every day. Visit Bombus.com slash charm and use code charm for 20% off your first purchase.
4: And once you try Bombus, you'll know why so many people have purchased and donated so many. The comfort geniuses at Bombus work tirelessly to make your everyday things your favorite things. Whether well, it's an arch-supporting sock that feels like it was sculpted to your foot, a buttery soft tee with no itchy tag, That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash charm. And use code charm at checkout.
2: Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny. What about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify.
4: That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-order stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform, to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered.
2: Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms, And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star.
4: What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries.
2: Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze your online marketing campaigns. And sign up today for a $1 per month
4: trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm.
2: All right, let's get back to the show. You know, if anyone knows... Who's ready after a breakup? <laughs> Certainly You're the last person to know when you're ready. The g- oh, <laughs> yeah. The girls are going to know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. But you're the last one to know. you got to take it slow, be patient. But now, you know, go ahead and put a list together of what you do want in your life now. Uh, make sure there's lessons learned. And, of course, if there were some good qualities, great. Then write them down. If there were some things that you didn't like, here's your chance to correct that. Well, you know, because all dating is about experience and it's about finding out what you do like and what you don't like. So, uh, be logical about it. I know one of the sacrifices I made in, in the past relationship
1: was, you know, I was very business oriented, immersed a lot of my time into the company, trying to grow it, being an entrepreneur. And I think it's a common trap that a lot of entrepreneurs fall into that leads to, you know, bumpy relationships. But one of the things I constantly got feedback on was just, you know, you're, you spend so much time with the business, all you care about is the business, blah, blah, blah. And there is a, a social circle of business guys that I really wanted to be part of, that I wanted to be networking with because they're all passionate about their companies. I love being around passionate people, but I was constantly, you know, canceling plans or um, not setting up plans on purpose because I felt like, again, I would be taking time away from my relationship. And the first thing I did when, when the breakup happened was I reconnected with them. And it wasn't to go out, tear the clubs up, but it was just to, to re, get re-in-touch with my passions and focus on what I cared about the most. And that led to a whole new social circle for me, which is something we really encourage you guys at this point uh, after the breakup to, to try. Well, go to meetups. Go meet some new people. Introduce yourself to new people. Just being able to meet new people and pick yourself up and get new viewpoints and
2: perspectives in your life is a healthy way to move forward let's say if this was a very long relationship, you possibly might not have your social circle anymore. Uh, she might be connected with it. We certainly won't, don't want to be dealing with that. And I think it's in all of us guys. There's a point. It's like a few months and you are like, I'm totally fine if I see her out at this place. You won't be. You'll get hammered. You'll make an ass of yourself trust us it happens to everybody I, I did it yeah, I, <laughs> I myself did it, it so
3: yeah I, when I got out of my four-year relationship uh, my my girlfriend at the time was also friends with a lot of my good friends so Go I had to sort of eject myself uh, at least from the situations that she would be in and not out of avoidance but just because I don't I don't need that I'm trying to heal I'm trying to move past it so reconnected and started. Um, Well, the other thing is it can put your friends,
1: your mutual, your shared friends in a difficult position. Yeah, And I know I did that. Uh, You know, I got a little flustered with some of my friends who were like, well, no, I I dig her still. I want to hang out with her. And I realized for me that the best way for me to move on was to be like, you know what? Okay, that's cool. That's fine. But I need to take a break from all of this. I need to go out and find some new friends and and find some new social circles and some new scenes to wrap myself in because I don't want to be – in the drama, I don't want to be the cause of drama, and certainly I don't see this working out any other way. So that was a big step that I had to make. And as Johnny said, if you don't have any social circle after committing yourself and completely and entirely to your significant other, it's very important at this point where
2: you go out there and focus on being social over sex and hooking up with chicks. Well, two things before we get I want to put a list together of some stuff to make that easier. But there's there's two parts to that, right? There We have a part, which is perhaps she co-opted our friends or because we've been going out together, she's now part of that crew, which puts us on the outs so and we have to move and start from scratch. And the other one is, man, perhaps you've been in a relationship for so long that when you come out of it, it's not like when you were in college and you got into this relationship and now you're, let's say you're 30, it's like, well, I haven't, I've not been out of the game and I've been out of the social scene. I've been out of all of it for so long. So, and But here's the great part of it. It is so easy now and there's so many different things that can help you out in this. And you mentioned a few. So I want to go back to that and discuss a few points to those and make sure the guys understand what those these new things are.
1: Right? Yeah. You know, as I said, in a relationship, there's a time commitment. Now you just got a bunch of free time. You just earned back a bunch of time, so let's use our time wisely and let's explore the things that are meaningful to us. Now, for me, it was re-engaging with some business connections, going to some hackathons, and some other fun business-related events because I felt like I was still sacrificing that my, that area of my life to, you know, maintain a happy, healthy relationship. For other guys, it might be learning to cook, learning a language, traveling, but whatever it may be. It's a point of rediscovery of yourself, ultimately, is what this is giving you. This is giving you space and time to focus on you. So to do that, you need to actually utilize that in the proper manner and building the social circle, going to meetups, trying new things, maybe venturing to a different part of maybe venturing to a different part of town. Even I know for me, as I mentioned earlier, there's a couple of venues I tried to avoid and in the process of doing that. I found a whole
2: different neighborhood that I hadn't been to in L.A. that I really enjoy. Well, a couple of things we've of used of, of moving the business around and, and recreating new social circles. Meetup.com is a great place to go. All you have to do is you put your profile on, you put interests that excite you on it, and it tells you everywhere where something you're interested in is going on in your town. Easy, right? Great way to meet people. Dance um, lessons. I mean, they have lit- meetups for everything. <laughs> Living Social, Thrillist, Thrillist you mentioned Thrillist. in another yeah, thing. Yeah, that's another good one. Uh, there's, uh, and if you go on Facebook and you're going to see uh, advertisements for stuff that's going on in your town and different companies that are trying to let you know, and a lot of these things are free.
3: Yeah. Another good one is if you like music, band's in town. If you put that on your Facebook profile and you like a bunch of bands, it'll send you a notification
2: when that band is going to be in town within a week. DJs. Uh, improv, uh, whatever it is that you're interested in, look for it, connect with it via one of the meetup or uh, Facebook or Twitter. And you're going to, before you know it, you'll have so much stuff to do and go on. Uh, Yeah. Even the
1: body end, whether it's MMA, CrossFit, um, whatever your, your sort of fancy is, there's something for, and I think the important part is Joining a club, finding a passion, finding like-minded people to allow you to set up a new social circle, right? You already have a common pursuit. It's so easy then after a meetup to be like, hey, let's go grab drinks here. Or maybe after CrossFit, hey, let's go hit the salad bar here or whatever it may be. But that gives you an opportunity to invite people out. You're meeting in a common uh, place. You're meeting people with shared interests. It's very easy to connect.
2: Yeah, and perhaps you had met this person uh, in your 20s. You guys were going out to clubs all the time. Then you got in this relationship, it got kind of heavy, now mid-30s, and you're like, listen, I have a career, I have all these things going on. I don't want to have to think about going to the clubs and trying to figure it out and meet a girl again. Here's the great thing, you don't have to. There's so much choice and so much option, and it's at your fingertips. As long as you just put a little bit of time into it, you'll find great options. Yeah, and go to places that go to places
3: that you like, uh, that are in tune with your passions or just things that you like doing. I like going to wine tasting, so that's something I will do. And if you're an older gentleman, I know that there's certainly an older kind of crowd, a more sophisticated crowd that goes to those events.
1: Yeah. A lot of guys say that you gotta get back on the horse. You know, I think that's the, the most common advice your buddies will tell you. You know, get back out there, go to the bars, hit on everything, take some girls home. All you gotta do is sleep with five girls and you know, forget about her. Um, but as you said, we, we want to create the time and space for growth. So let's say we've set all that up, right? We're a few months out of the breakup. We're feeling good again. We focused on ourselves. We've retuned ourselves to our passions, uh, dedicated some time to really repair, uh, the hurt feelings we may have and, and pick ourselves up from the depression and we're ready to go out. Now, a lot of guys think, All you got to do is just go to the club and hit on some strange, and everything will be fine. But we know, we've been doing this a while, that you're always further along in your head than you think you are. And the last thing that I would recommend doing is going to the club, going crazy, and hitting on everything, okay? We want to get back out socially, but we want to get on the on-ramp. We don't want to just jump on the freeway, and the club is the freeway. So the on-ramp is going to be go check out a band you want to see. Go to a a local bar. Go to a happy hour. Make it easy on yourself, okay? Don't dive into the deep end when you haven't swam in a year. And it's really important because the knocks you're going to take on those those first few times going out are going to be much more detrimental to your growth than you even imagine because you're still healing. You still feel uh, uh, some of the hurt, and now – you're going to be projecting that hurt onto these new women in ways that are really negative and can take your head into a really dark place. So the important thing is focus on meeting people, expanding your social circle. And sure, there will be women along the way. But don't make the sole focus getting back on the horse, getting laid, getting a girlfriend. It sounds like it's crazy talk. I know that your friends are not going to be telling you this. But we all know from experience that picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, involves easy steps. It doesn't involve doing things the hard way, running your head into the wall until you just give up. And we've had too many guys come through our program after a breakup and make these same mistakes, get in front of the class on the first day, explain what brought them here, and say, you know what? I tried to get back on the horse. All my friends are pushing me to get back on the horse, but they're all in relationships, so I just went out to the club alone, and I kept striking out, and I felt even worse about myself, and it it led to an even worse downward spiral. Okay. We want to get on the treadmill going up. We want to make sure that we're doing things in the proper way to rebuild ourselves and not only rebuild ourselves, but take ourselves to the next level. And for some of the older guys who this is really scary for, and and maybe you're coming out of a divorce. Well,
2: times have changed. You might think it looks a lot different, but the healing process is always going to be the same. It's just action steps and getting out that might be slightly different. Exactly. And you're going to feel your best in environments you're comfortable with.
1: If you haven't been to a club in 10 years, you're probably not going to be very comfortable. But I guarantee you, over the course of some dates with your significant other, you've been to a happy hour. You've been to a restaurant-type bar. You've been to a wine tasting or a wine bar. So start there and work your way up. And not everybody has to go to clubs. I know that it's, it's sort of the... The fantasy world, that that's where everyone just hits on chicks and that's where your best options are. But it's not my best options. I go there to dance and have fun, but I certainly don't go there with the mindset that I'm going to hook up. And I think that's where a lot of guys get off the path and then, as I said, lead to hurt feelings, sadness, going home to an empty bed. So once you got a plan in action, you got a few spots you want to go to, you become a little regular there. You got your favorite bartender. You met the staff. You met some other regulars. Now let's start taking some wax. And what that's going to involve is listening to the toolbox again. It's okay. Get a refresher. Learn a couple banter lines. Learn a couple playful things you can say. Those
2: things never change.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And the mindset of going out to have fun, fuck shit up, smiling, being self-amused, those are what's really going to power you through those nights that are a little shaky that you know, maybe you're not totally feeling it. But as Johnny mentioned, the act-as-if principle, right? If you're smiling, you're thinking that you're having fun, you're acting as if you're having fun, you're going to start to have fun, and you're going to start to take a lot of that pressure off yourself. Uh, I know for myself, I avoided the whole club scene for a number of months after the breakup, and I was really only going out for drinks occasionally with some buddies. Uh, the other thing that I, I avoided, like the plague, which sounds sort of, uh, again, opposite of what your buddy's advice would be, is being set up. All of your buddies now are going to say, hey, I got uh, the perfect uh, girl yeah. for you. Hey, I got this girl. It's my girlfriend's friend, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to try to set you up. Because, again, they think all you need is just to get it in and all that negativity is going to fall away.
2: You know what? I think a lot of the time they're hooked, they're setting you up with some girl who's going through the same thing and neither are, party ready. are neither party are ready. <laughs> and I...
1: I basically I avoided it. I definitely had buddies that would come into town or I'd go hang out with who were trying to throw uh, random girls or you know their girlfriends friends at me and I politely declined every time and they were kind of shocked. They were like, "Well, wait a second. You know, are you are you really happy?" And it was like, "Listen, man, I got to work through this on my own. I don't need gimmies and I certainly
2: don't need the girls that there's a reason why they haven't hooked yeah, up with other guys. Two <laughs> damaged people together, and force them to get it together and see how this
0: works out.
4: Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match
2: with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed.
4: indeed.com slash charm terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
0: all right let's get back to the good stuff
1: (laughs) that leads to our other main point which is don't be afraid to say no everyone's going to be pushing you to say yes everyone's going to say all you need is yes it's okay to say no it's okay to take account of yourself and say i'm not ready and for each of you it's going to take longer um, I know for myself it took longer than I thought it would, but once I got there, I was like, wow, I didn't realize that the grass was going to be this green. Uh, the way I was looking at it for a while was you know, all the what-ifs, why, why me, why'd this happen? But once you get past that point and you're back to standing tall, you're feeling good about yourself, you got yourself a little social circle, a little scene going, you're going to realize that a lot of growth happened that you didn't even realize, And the best is when you go back home and you go visit old friends who knew you in the relationship and knew you even before the relationship. And now they see the new you and they're like, holy cow, I can't believe the transformation that's occurred. I'm so happy for you. You know, relationships have to end. It's a part of life and being willing to pick yourself up, dust yourself up and stand even taller the next time is a sign of a real man.
2: Well, when your friends are letting you know that you're different, things have changed, um... you know, they're going to let you know when you're really ready. And, and, and that's, they're, they're going to tell you you're ready for new people from, from very early. Cause it's going to go from, you need to get back on horse. You need to get laid. You need to uh, find somebody new to get over it. And then it's going to come to a place where, because you've taken some time and some space to work on yourself and get things handled where it's, wow, you look amazing. Wow. You look great. Uh, now, now, this is You can start thinking, I, I think I'm getting there. I, I'm feeling good about it. And as AJ said, visiting some old friends that you haven't seen for a while, uh, they're really going to let you know. Traveling. I mean, that was one thing that I did uh, pretty much right after it happened
1: was get out of town, get some space, see some people that I hadn't seen in a while, reconnect some old uh, friendships, and getting that ability to get a break from things, a break from the routine, allowed me to again work even harder on the change but the funny thing about the story that Johnny just said is I literally had a buddy um, you know pick me up off the floor from the breakup and then he got hit with a breakup that blindsided him and I kind of picked him up and he right away rushed into another relationship and it was actually kind of against my advice oh, I said yeah. listen. And take some time with this, man. It's it's not as easy as you think. And I, I'll tell you that's not the answer. But he rushed into another relationship.
2: Rushed. He went 100 mile per hour straight into it. And
1: he got in the relationship. Of course, the, the girl knew going in, but there's obviously the whole rush of the new feelings and obviously the, the sex and all the chemicals that go with that. So she kind of put up with it. And we kind of were on the same trajectory and then he got in the relationship and kind of stalled out and I stayed on the trajectory of getting in shape, getting back in, um, into my passions, feeling good about myself, having fun, living my life and making some new friends. And he actually came into town to introduce me to his new girl. And, uh, we had some fun. There was a couple moments of downtime where he pulled me aside and he was like, man, I think you were right. And I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, you know, I just see you and I just see how incredibly happy you are and and how you picked yourself up and how you're in such a better place than you were even in the relationship. And I realized that I kind of rushed into things and I'm still pining over my ex and I'm having trouble not showing it to my new girlfriend and it's leading to problems. And of course... Um as that was kind of coming out, his new girl was like, I need to see you and and they need to go off on their own because she was clingy. She was already suffocating him because she was trying to tamp down those feelings that were clearly coming through in his body language and the way he carried himself in the new relationship about his ex. And then a couple months passed, he kinda had a breakdown phone call to me and he's like, I think I need to end it. Um this is not good, this is not healthy for me. And It was not I told you so moment, but it was one of those things where I was like there is a process to it. There is a process to getting over an ax and picking yourself back up, and you can't rush things. That's the one thing that I I just want to end it with. You can't rush these things, okay? We know there's a process. We know how it's supposed to go. And when you think that it's a good fit but you don't actually feel that it's a good fit, trust your gut because your gut's not going to betray you. And you don't want to hurt another person in the process. To hurt people does not help the situation. And if you're still the type of guy who's you know, thinking about your ex or clicking on her Facebook even though you've unfriended or constantly wondering what she's up to, you're not ready to take the next step and move into a new relationship. It's not until those feelings sort of go back out to sea and the beach has been cleansed, that you can actually see the sun and realize that you're ready to move on. And it took me a while to get to that point, and there's still every once in a while there's things that I will remind you. I mean, any long relationship is going to have that, but if you find yourself in a pattern of constantly thinking about the other one, constantly thinking about what if, that's your gut telling you that you're not ready to get back on the horse that all of your buddies are trying to put you on.
2: And remember what you need to be focusing on. And when those thoughts and things do come up, make sure that you're going to your new hobby, your new passion. Make sure you have plans that week to hang out with a buddy. Make sure uh, that you don't run over to the computer and check the Facebook. You've got to let go.
1: Yeah, don't That's keep it. idle hands. They end up taking you back to the old you. Keeping yourself busy with new exciting things is going to allow you to fully digest everything and move on. This is a little more somber uh, of an episode because we've all uh, been through some breakups and we know it's not easy, but I hope we gave you guys some good tips to help pick yourselves back up. And obviously, if if you want to take the next step, that's what we do here professionally in our programs is help guys who have really been out of the game for a while, who need a, a boost in the right direction, And we're all committed to making sure that you guys are off and running at the end of your week with The Art of Charm.
2: Well, the great thing is when the time is right, you're ready to get back on that horse, a week in Los Angeles going out and talking and hanging out with beautiful women is definitely what the doctor ordered. Yeah, burning the
1: house down in a different city, (laughs) the sun and beautiful women. I know uh, Justin, Johnny, and I are ready to help you guys find the new you and obviously share our experiences with you in person. Uh, I know everyone is on the same journey. We may be a little further ahead, but we've all gone through these things.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, until next time. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. Later. All right, show feedback and guest suggestions. We rely on you guys to help keep our finger on the pulse. So if you know someone who's a good fit for the show, let us know at jordanh at theartofcharm.com. Boot camp details for our live programs also at theartofcharm.com, and that's where you're going to find links to us on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media as well. If you're listening to this but you're not subscribed in iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, then that needs to change. Getting our shows delivered free to your phone or computer is the best way to make sure you don't miss a thing. You can do that by going to iTunes and searching for the Art of Charm podcast or by going to theartofcharm.com slash iTunes and clicking subscribe. That's really it. And you guys can help us. Subscribe in iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Write something nice and we will love you forever. Just go to iTunes.com theartofcharm The Art of Charm and it'll take you right there. When you write us a review, it not only makes us feel proud, but it helps keep us up in the ranks so that other people who can use this information can find the show more easily to get the credible advice that they need. It's also the best way to support the show other than purchasing products and training from us. So tell your friends because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else either in person or shared on the web. Now have a great week, go out there and get social, and leave everything better than you found it.